the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Well, here is my interview with Teresa Jensen. She is a missionary to the South Sudan. You are going to love this time with her. She shares about the challenges and the privileges of being a missionary. Do the Christians there have great faith? Some do, and some are searching for it, really searching for it, because oftentimes that also can be a life or death situation, life or death, literally. In South Sudan, oftentimes when I hear people's testimonies, it's when God has intervened to save a life, to rescue a situation in enormous, miraculous ways. And it's not a it's not as much of the still small voice maybe we hear here. It's God jumps in and saves the day, you know, almost superhero like. And people in the midst of war where somehow the bullets don't come and uh people who are on the on their deathbed and their life is saved. And so oftentimes that's where people come to faith and then there's a growth aspect. Uh, there's, there is a dangerous side of that too, though, because then you start seeing God as the one to always rescue. And if God chooses not to rescue the way you think he should, mm-hmm. then it can cause a crisis of faith for people or people to try to figure out oh, how, how can I make God do what I need him to do? <laughs> I need him to do this. And it might be a real need. Sure. You know, I need him to save my child. Those are hard things we all have to wrestle with because God doesn't always answer prayer the way that we think that he should. How would you answer the suffering question when you've seen it? If you've lived in South Sudan, I know you've seen things that the average American probably hasn't seen. Right. Yeah. Well, I go back to my own life and some of the things Mm. that I've experienced that have been hard and know that God has been faithful, God has redeemed, God has mm-hmm. restored. And if he did that for me, yeah. then he can do that for you. That's right. And if he has saved my life, then he can save yours. And if he doesn't, there may be another thing at work there that I don't know about. And that's really hard. But it goes back again like even the decision to become a missionary where you let other people have authority. We don't really like authority, to be honest, you know, very much. And so when we allow God to really have authority in our life, we can turn the, the result of these situations over to him and trust him, even when it doesn't look the way we think that it should. We can trust him that he has something happening that we may not know about. 
Oh, that's very good. I think trust, you just have to trust him yeah. at a certain point. Were you ever so afraid there that you had to trust the Lord? <laughs> oh, there have been a lot of really crazy things that have happened that I don't even, I didn't know enough to be afraid is one thing. <laughs> well, that I was should good. have been afraid. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that some, was his protection. <laughs> right. Sometimes it's retrospective. And then other times we have the opportunity to see, you can see it. God doing something amazing and miraculous. And unfortunately, I can't talk about all those things yeah, publicly. Sure. sure. But I do know they happen. And if someone wants to pull me aside for a cup of coffee sometime, <laughs> I'll share some stories. <laughs> yeah, as soon as we turn off the air, I want to hear some. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what about uh, the food? What's the food like? Mm. Everyone wants to know that question. And do you ever go hungry if they're going uh, hungry? I mean, what's it like? Great question. I always tell people, no one moves to South Sudan for the cuisine <laughs> yet, <laughs> yet they love it, but That's I can't good. say that it really tantalizes my t- taste buds so much all the time. There's a lot of great food there, but it's a very, very different eating style. Mm-hmm. When we first moved to South Sudan, we lived in the village. We opened a Christian school, a primary and secondary mm. Christian boarding school, oh, good. and it was a remote village. We had to go about 26 kilometers to a shop to be able to buy rice and beans. And so we didn't have a vehicle. We had a little four-wheel ATV. Mm-hmm. That's how we got to town. And during the rainy season, even that ATV might not make it. And I remember there was a time we were down to our last little bit of food. And so my husband and one of our local ministry partners had gone to town to get more rice and beans. It was the midst of the rainy season. It had rained. And they didn't make it all the way back. They had to abandon the ATV that was filled with rice and beans Mm. and walk the last about 10 kilometers back to the school and said, we can't get any closer. We need the kids. And these, when I say kids, it was a secondary school and our average ninth grader was 19 years old. Okay. So (laughs) kids are older in South Sudan and so no child labor involved here. Mm -hmm. The kids though, our young men need to go and walk and get the rice and beans or we're not going to eat. Well, they didn't want to. (laughs) (laughs) typical teens everywhere exactly so we had a little bit of a power struggle and it was a you know we didn't go hungry for a long time because it it was a power struggle that happened and lasted about a day but the next day you know we they they went (laughs) but it did become a a reality knowing not only could we go hungry we're here living in a remote area with 85 young people that we're responsible for it's possible we could all go hungry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and people do every day. And the other thing though is, um, you know, we just don't eat the volume of food that people here in the United States eat. Oh, I, I ought it. to be really thin, Jennifer. I don't know what, <laughs> although we do call, we invite people to come to South Sudan because we call it the South Sudan Slimming, Tanning and Toning Program. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, when, when we lived in the village, you know, you were definitely, uh, we did a lot of walking. We mm-hmm. didn't have a car. We were, you know. In the rainy season, you don't walk, you slog mm-hmm, everywhere you mm-hmm. go. You're in shin deep water, you know, and it's really good for your muscles. But now we live in the city way too soft and easy, you know. <laughs> what do you miss? What, like when you're in the United States, what do you think? Oh, I just, I got to get back home to Sudan. Yeah. What yeah. do you miss? What do you enjoy there? I'll tell you, when I do go back to South Sudan after being in the U.S., the faces of people mm-hmm. when I arrive 
they are genuinely so happy. Yeah. You know, in the U.S., I used to have a little dog because that dog greets you at the door. So happy <laughs> and excited to see you, you yes. know, because he loves you. I think people just love and seeing each other. Mm-hmm. And um, not, not at all a comparison to a dog. It's a comparison to the love and, mm-hmm. and uh, companionship. Love. Um, when when they I re- know you love them, that you would go that far yeah. for them, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I think so. Although now it's a different environment in South Sudan than it was when I first moved there because it's a huge humanitarian environment. Mm-hmm. It's such a needy place in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, it's a blessed place. They have a ton of natural resources. But because of years of war, there's a very large humanitarian community. And now that we live in the city, we're missionaries, but people don't know us any differently than humanitarians who are there. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, humanitarians actually get paid really well to be there. Missionaries don't. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with this picture? Yeah, exactly. And uh, when we were in the village, we were their missionaries. They were our people. You know, we had this relationship. And in the city, you don't have that. Again, that affirmation. Remember back when I was a child and I needed that affirmation. And God, I think, brings for me back to the same theme because he doesn't want me looking to other people for my affirmation. Straight to him. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it was a story that I wrote in another book that came out earlier this year, just a, a little story that the biggest lesson I have learned in South Sudan came down to one day when I was really frustrated because my friends, really people I was living with in the village, something had happened. I was embarrassed. At, you know, it happens when you're a missionary, you're going to do something embarrassing almost daily. You'll misunderstand the culture. You'll not know the right thing to do, whatever. Something had happened and a bunch of people laughed at me. And I Actually, I had been stung by bees. It was not a funny situation to me at all, but they were laughing at me. And I went to my room and I cried. And then I cried out to God, how am I supposed to serve these ungrateful people? And I've never heard the audible voice of God. This is the closest I've ever come because it was so clear in my mind. You are not here to serve these people. You're here to serve me. Absolutely. Yeah. And so... When I'm going through a difficult situation, whatever that situation is, I remember that person who seems however they are. And this is true in the United States, too. Sure, I'm I'm taking notes right now. Yeah, you hit prickly people here, too, right? Why do I think that I deserve their gratitude? You know, why do I think I deserve their kindness, their friendliness, their smile, whatever, even their time? I'm here to serve you, Lord. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. It's a game changer when you know who you're serving. <laughs> because if I'm expecting people to be grateful that I've moved to the other side of the world, left my family, left the 24-7 electricity, yeah. left the, mm-hmm. you know, fast comforts. food or comforts, yeah, whatever, and that they should be grateful that I have moved to that, that I've given up so much. No, I should be grateful Do you know what it means that God in his grand redemptive plan for the world has said that Teresa Jansen has the privilege of living in South Sudan and sharing his grace and love and mercy that he gave to me so freely. Mm -hmm. 
that is a privilege to do that. Who am I? And so, no, I have no right to think that people should be grateful. I am grateful that God has given me that opportunity. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.